32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors. As we continue our build-up to the Comrades Marathon here on 32GI Sports Nutrition, it's a great pleasure now to welcome a former winner of the race, Sean Mickeljohn, the champion in 1995. Ironically, Sean ran his first one, and I'm not a youngster anymore either, the year, the year I was born. Sean, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Sean, this year is going to be a big one for you, a special one. I mean, of course you've won it, which is fantastic, and I know you've taken a quite a, a serious break in just after the 2000s, but this is going to be your 30th. You're going to be a triple green, hopefully, at the end of this year. Yes, I'm very excited about it, David. It's like, um, yeah, you three hours ready for a win. I'm so excited. Uh, the next few weeks are going to feel like forever, um, but yeah, it's well, Sean, great to have you on the line. I must ask you as well, I mean, you talk about it being a win. You have a fantastic record you've been upholding. You've never run sort of lower than a silver, which is under 7.30. And, you know, it's uh, your years are advancing a little bit now. Does it, you know, is it something that you feel year in, year out that it's going to be tight? Or do you still feel like you can comfortably dip under that 7.30? Yeah, I think the, the years that I've gone over seven uh, was my very first one back in 1982, and then last year, then I struggled with plantar fasciitis and a bit of a heel spur. So I think uh, if I have a good three months under the belt, which which I've managed fortunately to have this year, then I think a sub seven uh, should be on the cards. Yeah. Sean, what do you think is the key to longevity and comrades? I mean, Barry Holland and Louis Massain have you know, run non-stop. They're about to break the record if they both finish this year. Yes, they're anomalies, but from your, in your opinion, what is the longevity for a comrades runner? How do you manage to run so many of them? I think it's, it's really about planning your training carefully and, and not racing often. So you have the, the months where you really focus on doing big mileage and a few races, but then you also have those months where you back up quite a bit and running is more relaxed and it's not as intense, so it gives the body time to recover, and that's, you know, my whole running career has pretty much been based around combat, so it's the race that I've chosen that I want to do well in, so that's probably well, the main reason why I've managed to keep on going at a fairly competitive level, you know, as a master now for hitting the other side of 55, so the youngsters are coming through, um, uh, you know, I'd like to think that on the day, being that 56 years old, um, I'll be able to give it my best shot. Because again, I've just chosen Comrade to, to be the race that I want to do well in. Well, you say fairly competitive. I think, you know, year for year, you're extremely competitive still, Sean. I want to go back now to 1982, that first one, just to give people an idea. Because sports nutrition has come a long way. Things have changed. Ideas have changed. If we just look at Prof Noakes, you know, the law of running when it was all about carbohydrates, now the shift to being more fat, fat adapted. What was your nutritional plan like back in 1982? What did you sort of eat before and, and how did you get through the race? 
it was quite faint actually because I was a student at the time, so we were clueless. We had just started uh, running as a hobby and we had a bride and night before, so maybe there was something in that in a couple of years. Uh, but yeah, we didn't, we were clueless. We didn't really have any idea on sports nutrition as such. Um, it was only in the later years when my running started improving and I started reading books like sports running and, uh, trying to improve a bit on, on diet and and what you eat and drink on a, on a race. And just from that, from that first experience in 82, your running started improving. Now 95, you're competitive. You've taken um, a, a 94 off to go race internationally. How had your diet adapted in that sort of space of, what's that, about 13 years? Uh, it was uh, a bit of a professional approach. I, I would often consult with nutritionists. I even used to go and prop notes after doing certain runs. Uh, I would pick up blood sugar on the run and tell him this is what I've drank and this is how often I've drank. And my blood sugar was either stable or getting too hard to go. And then I tweak my, that's for the, the drink fuel on the race. In terms of uh, nutrition at home in the two meals a day, I think was running pretty lucky that we can pretty much get away with eating what we like. I think it's because um, we train so hard, we work up an appetite, and we burn it all. So without, you know, obviously the obvious thing to, to avoid would be your fast foods and takeaways and, and patties and stuff like that. But it was pretty much what I would consider um, a normal average diet. It's only in the years when I, I ran full-time in that that I was a lot more picky fussy about what I ate, but it was red meat, fish, chicken, vegetables, and fruit, and well, I ate a little bit of carbohydrate uh, the course of the day, but, but not high carb. So with whole change in more recent years towards sort of more fat, more, as you say, green leafy vegetables, chicken, fish, it wasn't really an adaption for you because it's the way you've, you've always eaten. Pretty much so. It was quite radical at one stage. After the six years of uh, not running, I put on 15 or 16 kilograms and felt terrible, obviously. And I went to see a nutritionist who then advised me to get off meat, dairy, sugar, and alcohol, uh, which I did for 12 weeks uh, properly. And that enabled me to lose all that weight in a very, a very short space of time. And, that got me back into running again. And it, it seemed to resemble a bit of a banking diet because it was pretty much the same time when Prosthetics was, was introducing the banting uh, approach. So a lot of people thought I'd gone on to banting, but I hadn't really. I was just been doing something very similar. Sean, uh, No32GI, you, you use the products quite often. How do you handle, for people out there about to do maybe their novice comrades or they still have only done a couple and they're playing around with their nutrition, how do you feel around the comrades um, in terms of adapting and putting supplements or sports nutrition, should I say, rather, um, into your diet for the race? Yeah, I think it's pretty, the obvious thing is it's very important to try it properly in training. So whatever you're planning to do on race day, take the product, carry it with you, have people give it to you or feed you along the road in your training run. And work on, I always used to work and still do work on consuming roughly 60 grams of carbohydrate per hour. And with that, about 600 to 800 mils of 
do it. Um, the trouble is, yes, it's a little bit difficult with the race, like farm race, and the access to the route is not uh, allowable. So, quite a, quite a few people on route that are prepared to go and stand and hand you a drink along the way. But it's doable, it's definitely doable. If you can't feed off the tables that are there and there's plenty of tables to get whatever you need in terms of the carbohydrates, whatever form it's going to be coke or, or other drinks that they have, I'm not too sure what they stock the tables with now, but I feed from my own 32 GR product, which I have strategically placed along the route. But uh, the rule of thumb is to, to get 30, um, 60 grams of carbohydrates every hour. From the first hour, and if you've loaded or hydrated a bit before the event or for a couple of days, you should go into the race pretty, you know, well fueled. I take my first drink at about 12 k's into the race, and thereafter, roughly every six kilometres. Interesting. Thanks for that. Uh, but you talked about access to the route being difficult. I don't want to get too much into politics, but a recent article with we've got the Moses Babida finish this year and the club tents won't be there. So there's been some backlash of that. But taking that aside, Moses Mabida, you, you see slight changes to the race every year. But, you know, the 2010 World Cup, it's an impressive stadium. Course a little bit longer this year. What advice do you have for people? I mean, it is going to be special that finish. It is going to be a bit longer. I know a lot of people worry it's it's this, but when you've run 90 or 89 k's, whether it's 89 or 90, what advice do you have to the guys who are sort of stressing a little bit at this stage that it's more than they bargained for? Uh, like you say, it's just that one extra k. I mean, the long race, 89 or 90 k's in 19. 95, they took us around Pinetown and that made it 91k. So, you know, the, the, route, the route does change. Um, I don't think the runner must get too caught up in, in total distance. And that, that's a good approach to take into the race. So, I think you start counting down from kilometre one, in other words, 89 to go, 88 to go, it's going to make the day very long. So, I think bearing that in mind, I just break the race down into shorter sections of roughly 10 kilometers each, and we deal with that little stretch of the time. That way, you eat the race without even noticing the total distance you've run. Um, or another, I ran in more recent years, I ran from one body to the next one. So my mind is on the race for, but it's also on who's the person waiting to, to beat me and hand me a bottle. Um, so take your mind off. The distance, because that's going to make it tougher than it is. Tough already, but yeah, just you know, have company along the way, and don't get caught up in, in how far this race is going to be. Just try and enjoy it, and uh, yeah, break it up into little sections. Some more great advice there. 1995 our champion Sean Micklejohn with us on 32GI Sports Nutrition. Sean, have a great run this year. Enjoy your 30th, and we will be following and hoping that you do dip under that silver medal mark again. Thanks, David. Appreciate it. Thank you. 32GI. Leading sports nutrition provider. Focused on health and performance. 32GI. Trusted sports nutrition advisors.